What is up, my true gamers? Um, back at it again with another Meta Killers podcast episode. So, um, I'm sorry it's been a while. Uh, it's been like almost a week, a little bit over a week. I'm just gonna tell you, I'm gonna be honest, dude. School, um, I am transitioning. I just got a new job, which is kind of crazy. Like, I get to use my degree that I have, which is wild. Um, also, like, just in general, I have a lot of stuff that I'm testing that I think, um, I'm trying to break, <laughs> and I want, want to bring home, like, some type of, like, I guess high-quality uh, achievement for the podcast. That way, um, next time somebody listens to the podcast, they're like, yeah, we as a community kicked Terrellement's ass and won games, and we actually took home a regional win. That's what we want. And so I'm actually, next weekend... I think, hold up, I have to double check, I don't actually think it's next weekend, oh no, it totally is, okay, yeah, so, um, on the 15th, I have a regional in Greenville, South Carolina, I think, if anybody's there, like, hit me up on Twitter, I'd love to meet you guys again, like, I've never actually gotten to meet any of you, which kind of sucks, and I would love to meet you guys, like, I feel like that's just something that I really want to do, like, Oh, yo, you're the guy on the other side of the mic, you know? <laughs> like, it would be really cool to meet you guys and, uh, like, hang out, like, play some games, you know? I, I even have a Pac-Man for GOAT now, which I'm sorry. But, you know, I, I think it would be a lot of fun. Um, This might actually be a little bit of a longer episode. So I'm trying a couple new things um, with this podcast, so I'm sorry if this moves in, like, a little bit longer direction. Um, I'm going to try to increase the time. I'm going to really try, I promise. I, I know I like to keep it like simple, um, free-flowing, so that way it's not like too much intake, but I do want to try to create like more longer podcasts or just longer podcasts in general. Um, it's not going to be much longer than the original, um, but I'm using kind of like a new service. Um, before, I was like kept to a limit, so that's why I did limit myself. Um, but now that I don't have the limit, I'm going to like kind of keep it going, see how far I can get. Um, and that's going to be interesting. And today is one of those longer episodes because God, a lot of stuff happened in a week, a little bit like longer, a little bit less than a week. So I don't know if I talked about it on my last episode, but I will kind of go over the ban list. So I made some predictions, right? And um, none of them were right. <laughs> well, I think I maybe made a couple things that were right. Uh, but let's just go over, just for people who like have not heard about the ban list, we'll go over um, kind of what I think and then like some bans. Uh, I'll, I'll just kind of read it out to you. So Fairy Tale Snow is now banned, which um, this 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 card should have been banned. The only people who say this card shouldn't have been banned are Terrellman's players because they're like they're like oh we lost the card like oh it's not that bad of an interruption like it would be fine if it was once per turn. I don't think anyone cared if it was once per turn, but um, not being once per turn uh, literally just banishing helps a lot of decks as well. So um, and it's it's super act like accessible like. Milling it, you can send it off. Um, curious, um, you could even send it off a foolish barrel. Like, there's multiple ways to get it to the graveyard to plus you, and then and you always have a resource for it. So, one that I was not expecting was Rodan Toden being banned. So, 
Personally, I don't think this is the right hit. I, I understand that Ronan Toden is... If, if you think about it, Ronan Toden is the problem, right? Because it, it does require... It, it makes the Toad come back from the graveyard. The frogs come back from the graveyard. He revives himself. However, I think it's just, like, banning it kind of kills Sprite a lot. Like, it definitely doesn't, like, murder the deck. Like, the deck is still Tier 1, I'd say. Or at least Tier 2. But... They cannot make Toad as easy as they used to do, and I feel like a lot of times, I think a lot of players are going to step away from the Toad engine just because, I mean, it's it's just a lot harder to make now. Um, Hulk is gone. Goddamn, I'm glad Hulk is gone. Um, I know it sucks for a lot of Synchro decks um, because I know Hulk was like kind of a centerpiece for like Punk, which I think Punk is a really cool strategy. Um, I think a lot of people think punk is like inherently bad because of the stupid engines that people are playing excuse me jesus but i think honestly punk as a deck is really cool and i'm sad to kind of see it go because i think it was one of the decks that could maybe stand up to the others and i think with how gone it's going to be harder and then chaos ruler the chaotic magical dragon is banned now which i think wow um yeah, that that really hurt Punk. I, I kind of feel bad because that just kind of killed the deck. Like, I mean, it's okay. Like, you might be able to play it, like, occasionally. But I don't think you can keep the combos near consistent. And it's not going to be able to do what it used to do. Also, Red Reboot Man. So this is interesting. So I am okay with Red Reboot Man. I think it, it, in itself it is a broken card, right? Like, just being able to say to any trap deck, no. But, the counterpoint to this card is there's so many broken trap cards in the game that a counter to trap cards is kind of necessary. And I think a, a great point that a lot of people brought up was uh, Epidemic uh, Virus. Um, there's really no counter to it. Like, if you think about it, like... I think maybe the only counter to it is Blizzard, maybe, but I'm not even sure. But even then, that's not even worth it. Like, Red Reboot was one of those cards that, like, protected you from Featherstorm, which, you know, as a Flunder player, is one of the probably, like, the most ban-worthy cards of all the cards that the, the deck has. Um, and, like, Epidemic Virus, D-Barrier, like, a lot of these cards that just basically say, no, you know, play, I win, essentially. Which kind of sucks, but, you know. Um, Limited, so they're bringing back Blackwing Steam the Cloak. Personally, I have no opinion on this. I do not know much about Blackwing Steam the Cloak back in the day. Um, I think I had a friend kind of explain to me that it's not once per turn, which... It basically prints out tokens, which is never good, but um, I don't know. I will have to see how it is. Cyber Jar to one, I think that's fine. It could probably come to three, but I don't want empty jar players getting anything. Make a fan of Beast Online to th one, that's fine. Roronon's gone. Subsato to one is very interesting, but without Ronin Toten, it doesn't do anything. Um. Spellbook of Judgment to one, it, that's an interesting concept. I think it's a good card. I don't know if it's really, like, I don't know. It, it, it's it's good, and I'm glad that it's coming off, but I don't know if it's going to change anything. 
And then a pointer of the red Ludus goes to one. I think this card should have been banned in all honesty. Um, but I think putting it at one is kind of annoying. It just makes it more sacky. Like, imagine you're playing a game, right? And, like, your opponent draws their one of a point of the red Lotus. It's just like red reboot. Like, it gets sacky. And then you're like, okay, I just lost to a one of. Like, I felt like there was no skill involved. Like, I just lost to that. You know? Uh, sim and limit, no one cares. There's only three cards on there. Um, I am in the difference of opinion that the semi-limited list is useful. I think there's a lot of cards that could come to two. And I think cards coming to two is not necessarily a bad thing. Like, there are there is a balance. Um, as we're about to see, some of this balance got a little crazy. So, um, we have a lot of cards coming to three. Um, so Dynamite Knight, the true Draco fighter, he is now at three. Um, it's true Draco. I don't, uh, it's fine. Honestly, I think the deck's pretty cool, and I think it's actually, like, a decent rogue deck, uh, but... I think right now, personally, in the meta we're in, it, it's not going to be able to keep up. Cyber Angel Ben 10 to 3. Now, that is a little scary <laughs> for a lot of different reasons. Uh, Drytron is my big reason. Um, I think Drytron, as much as I hate Drytron, I just hate... I, th I think everyone can relate to, like, hating to play against Drytron because it's just, like brain numbing to a point where it's like okay i've hand trapped you four times how are you still playing you know uh shooting riser dragon to three th this this shouldn't have even been on the list fusion destiny to three now this is interesting because i think i'm seeing a lot more people gonna try to put dpe back in their list which um i think i definitely think preta plant was the problem but i also don't think fusion destiny is amazing at three because i don't think dp is exactly like a healthy card i don't know um this is this is speculation here but i'm a little wary about putting fusion destiny at three i think you're gonna see a lot of uh dpes roaming around again um nadir servant to three i actually like this um Nadir is a crazy card, but I think the stipulation of locking you out of the extra deck, which I'm pretty sure it does, I think that's enough because I think a lot of decks can't handle that, and it gives a lot of boost to other strategies. Trickstar Light Stage, this, this card should have been a three, like, two lists ago. It doesn't matter. Wall of Revealing Light, why is this card on here? It's fine. <laughs> so that's kind of like all the bans and stuff. Um, I think the big thing that I think, if you haven't kept up, that you're noticing right now is that there is no mystic nine konami continues to protect the stupid ass card and it's to the point where it's like okay when are we gonna like actually listen to the like i don't know the player base and it's like hey this card is broken like and i think uh i think a great like i did discussion on it would uh, I definitely recommend Stevie Blunder's new video. Um, it's basically him giving the pros and cons of Mystic Nine, and I think even him like understands some of the arguments for it. But I think we all know that it needs to be banned because just one card creating like so much, like you have to play around one card, and and then I think a lot of like formats starting at a different format, like like for example when Power of the Elements first came out, the start of a new format. Mystic Mind was heavy because nobody knows how to play their decks. Nobody's expecting it, so you're just going to slap a Mystic Mind in there. And it's not fun for anyone. And honestly, 
um, giving Mystic Mind to Runic was probably one of the worst things you could ever do. <laughs> giving a mill deck a card that says no to anything is pretty annoying. But yeah, I, I think that's pretty much all that I've had for that. Um, I definitely think there's a couple things they could have brought back. Um, Orcus Harport, why is this card still banned? It should be at least be put to one. I don't think it's going to cause much of a problem, and I think a lot of Orcus players would love to be able to play the deck again. Um, I'm trying to think of some other cards that could probably come off. Um, Block Dragon is an interesting concept. I think it could probably come to one. Um, also... I kind of want to see um, Level Eater seems interesting. Like, I don't know. And then uh, Colossus. I don't really want Colossus to one. I think Colossus is a little crazy, but I understand why would people would want it to one. Um, Electromite can come back. I don't know why people can continue to say, like, oh, Electromite's banned. Like, Electromite can come back. It's fine. Um, let's see here. Some of those, a couple Zodiac cards could probably come off here. Um... Honestly, Heavy Storm is a very interesting one. I think Heavy Storm could come back. Um, the only problem you would have, I guess, with Heavy Storm is, like, cards that trigger when you... when Like, they're just destroyed in general. But I think Heavy Storm at 1 seems like an interesting, like, concept. Especially if they're going to keep Mystic Mine. Like, there needs to be some blowout card that can stop that, right? Um, I think everything else could probably stay... Um, let's see here. Yeah. Yeah. Everything else probably would stay. <laughs> All right. So, um, if you haven't been living in the past week, which I hope you've been living, we have some new cards from a new set. Um, well, we have a bunch of new cards from the new set and the set about to come out. So, um, yeah, I think we can read all this card. I'm going to start from the top because this is going to be... This is going to be a rodeo, my guy. So, we have a lot of Blackwing cards. So, as you know, the next set coming up is Darkwing Blast, and it's kind of focused around Blackwings. Like, Blackwings get some new support, which I think the Blackwing support actually makes the deck pretty interesting. I think it could definitely, at the least, be a rogue deck. I, I think the deck honestly could peak up in a tier two occasionally. Um, let's see... Start, we'll start with the new Synchro Dragon, which we know is an Ultra. So it's one Tuner Synchro Dragon, one non-Tuner Monster, must be Synchro Summoned, or Special Summoned from Extra Deck. By banishing a Tuner Synchro Monster and a Black Dream... Oh, wow, you can just... Oh. Oh, that's kind of crazy. Oh, wow. So you can actually summon this boss monster just by banishing a Synchro Tuner Monster and a Blackwing Dragon from your field or graveyard. That's pretty crazy. Um, each time your opponent activates a monster effect, place a feather counter on this card. When that effect resolves, and if you do, inflict 700 damage to your opponent. During the, your opponent's turn, quick effect, you contribute this card with four or more black feather counters on it. Destroy all cards in the field. Okay. Uh, that's okay. The next one is Blackwing Bora Storm the Wicked Wind. So it's a Synchro Tuner, which I'm assuming is what you're going to use to get the new one out. If this card is Synchro Summon, you can send a Blackwing monster from deck to graveyard, and if you do, this card's level becomes the same as that monster's. When this card destroys a monster by battle and sends it to the graveyard, you can banish a Blackwing monster from your graveyard or face-up field, except destroyed. Special Summon the destroyed in defense. Okay. And it is once per turn. Um, 
one seems interesting. I don't know if it's really gonna put the deck up. I, I, I do like the concept of having, like, sending and then um, destroying a monster by battle to just special a destroyed monster. I think I think that's pretty cool. Um, let's see here. Wow, there's so much. Oh my god. <laughs> um, Blackwing Sudry, the Phantom Glimmer. So this is level 4. Um, when this card is normal summon, it rotas or adds a card that mentions Blackwing Dragon from deck to hand, except for itself. And then you contribute a monster to special a Phantom Glimmer token, which is a tuner level 2. And then you take 700 damage, and then you are locked into Synchros. Okay. The next one is called Blackwing Vada the em Emblem of Wandering. This is basically just Extender. Um, whoa. Hold up. <laughs> if you control Blackwing, you can special. Um, you can only special once per turn. And then during your main phase, you send this card on the field to the graveyard along with one or more non-tuner Blackwing monsters from your deck so that the total level sent equal 8. And then you special... Wow! Okay, so you're basically synchro summoning... It's like um, Fusion Destiny, but for Synchro Monsters, which I think is really cool, actually. <laughs> that, that that card is <laughs> crazy. Um, Blackwing Zonda the Dusk. So you can't special summon monsters from the extra deck except Synchro Monsters. Um, if this card is normal or special, target monster on the field, return it to hand. Banish this card from the graveyard, special summon level however, one level 5 or higher Blackwing monster from your hand or deck. Okay, that's pretty good. Um, the next one is Chinook the Snowblast. Um, send this card from your hand or field to the graveyard. Target a face-up monster your opponent controls. Send one Blackwing Synchro Monster, one Blackwing Dragon from your extra deck to the grave. And if you do, until the end of the phase, and the end of this turn, sorry, the targeted monster loses 700 attack, also negates the effect. And it's a quick effect if you control a dark Synchro Monster. Okay, that's, that's like Kalut. Cool. Um, there is a new Whirlwind, which, um, special summons, if you can special summon a dark synchro monster from the extra deck, you can target one of your Blackwing monsters or the wing, like the Blackwing dragon that is banished or in a grave with less attack than the special summon monster, special summon it. Okay. And then if it once per turn, if a dark monster you control would be destroyed by battle or card effect, you can pop a counter off of it instead. That's cool. Um, yeah, that, the other one is Shamal the Sandstorm. That one looks okay. Um, and then they have two more new traps. So they have Blackwing Twin Shadow and then Blackwing Shadow Squall. The interesting one to me is Blackwing Twin Shadow. And I was reading this card and I said, wow, this card's pretty good. So... Uh, Blackwing Twin the Shadow says, uh, Shuffle two of your Blackwing monsters, one tuner, one non-tuner, that are banished or in your graveyard into the deck slash extra deck. Special summon one Blackwing Synchro monster or Blackwing dragon from your extra deck whose levels equal the total levels of those two monsters. And then, if you control two or more Blackwing monsters, you can activate this card from your hand. That's insane. That's basically, um, I, I guess, like, um, some type of, like, Synchroing from Grave, but also, like, being able to activate it from your hand seems pretty insane. Um, the other one is just, like, a generic spell trap card, uh, negation, which is cool. Um, it's, it's okay. I, I mean, I don't really see myself 
picking up these cards. Uh, personally, I'm a big Blackwing fan, like old Blackwings. However, um, I'm just not seeing... I would rather pick up some other cards, which I will talk about later. Some more important cards that I will talk about later. Because I am very excited. So next we have the generic Link 4 that we kind of knew about already. It's called uh, World Sea Dragon's Atlantis. Essentially, it needs one plus effect monster to Link 4. So you can essentially summon a Link 4 and then just link that Link 4 off for this. And then essentially what it does is it, during your main phase, you banish all the monsters on the field and then you special summon as many back. And face up or face down, and then during the battle phase, you can quick effect destroy cards on the field up to the number of cooling monsters on the field. So essentially, this is really interesting. I think this is going to be not really impactful right now, but I think in the future it's going to be a very good card. Um, essentially, it also helps the ninja strategy a lot. Um, that Tombox was talking about it. That basically you can use this. Remove everything and then set it to the positions you want. And then you can also set where everything goes so you can create the co-links that it needs to pop cards. So I think it's a very interesting card. Um, do I think it's a staple right now? No. Do I think it'll be a very good card in the future? Yes. Today we actually got a couple new... Well, one a, a really cool... Um, trap card that is a world premiere, so it's like the TCG only, TCG exclusive. So this card is called Destructive Daruma Karma Cannon, and this is a trap card. And it says, change as many monsters on the field as possible to face down defense position. Then, if either player controls a face-up monsters, or monsters, they must send all face-up monsters they control to the graveyard. So... I think this card is insane <laughs> because this will out a lot of your unaffected monsters because this is actually affecting the player. So you can get around those like stupid like Attic Nister cards because God, oh man, like this card gets a little rid of a lot of indestructible cards. The only thing that sucks about this card is it's not straight removal because they do have to have one card that they have to be able to flip down. So I think that's important, but I think otherwise the card's insane. Um, we kind of talked about the ninja cards. Um, I think they're okay. I'm not going to go too in-depth because there's a lot. A lot. I think, honestly... You might see a lot of ninja rogue pretension. I could see a lot of ninja cards. Um, or a lot of ninja decks, sorry, excuse me. Uh, at regionals, kind of uh, popping up everywhere. Because I do think the deck is pretty interesting. And a lot of the new cards give it like some type of negation. And then like trap... Gives it a lot of dodging too. So, <laughs> the most exciting thing that happened today... <laughs> And, um, wow, something I never thought would ever happen, Plunder Patrol got another ship. So, it, today they were just like, oh yeah, you remember Photon Hypernova, like this new set coming out in February? Oh yeah, so we're, we're printing the Earth ship. And it's like, oh, okay, wow, like, that's cool. 
And then Konami's like, oh yeah, also it's a fucking pendulum monster. <laughs> it's like, oh my god. <laughs> so, um, this card is pretty good. <laughs> like, I'm gonna say this makes the deck pretty viable. Like, it, <laughs> I mean, as much shit as I talked about Plunder Patrol, this card is pretty good. Um, so it has a monster effect and a pendulum effect. So I think the most relevant one actually is the Pendulum Effect. So the Pendulum Effect says you can only use this Pendulum Effect once per turn. Declare an attribute, return this card to the extra deck, special summon one with that attribute to each field and defense position. And this essentially allows you to use your ships. Because it's a monster your opponent controls and then like you control it so you can use the attributes to your advantage. The monster effect is also pretty good, so it is, you can only use first and second effect once per turn. Uh, if your opponent special summons a monster, add a plunder patrol card from deck to hand. And then, if this card is equipped with a plunder patrol card, special summon a plunder patrol monster from your deck. That's pretty good. Like, that's actually really good. <laughs> and then the second effect, you can target a plunder patrol card in your graveyard, add it to your hand, and if you do, place this card in your pendulum zone. So that's how you get that to the pendulum zone. Overall, I think this is a really good card. And honestly, we could see this card pop up more and more. And I think, honestly, we could see Plunder Patrol become actually a good card and a good deck. So, the new Valiance monster came out. No one cares. Um, <laughs> this card is uh, okay. Like, I don't think it's worth playing. Who is playing Valiance, man? This this deck is so bad. Like, I, I love rogue decks, but man, this deck is so bad. <laughs> like, it's actually really bad. Um, But you know what's not really bad? The new Dogmatica boss monster. Holy moly. <laughs> so, um, I know a lot of people love the Dogmatica archetype, and they think it's a really cool concept, and I do too. Um, this will make you literally play the deck, <laughs> like, pure. <laughs> so, um, White Zoe of Dogmatic, it's a level 12 light spellcaster ritual. You can ritual summon this card with Dogmatic Alamity, which I think was in Lightning Overdrive, if I'm not mistaken. I don't remember. And it cannot be ritual summoned except with a Dogmatic card effect. So the good thing is, is that means that the Drytron players cannot abuse this card. Which is perfect. Because if I see another ritual monster that Drytron can abuse, I'm going to beat my head into something. Um, so, the first effect says, Dogmatica monsters you control are unaffected by your opponent's activated Fusion, Synchro, Xyz, and Link monsters effects. Wow. <laughs> that right there is... Wow. That's pretty insane, right? Well, it gets better. That's only the first effect. The second effect says, during your main phase, you can have your opponent apply one of the effects. They get to choose one. So, what are what are the two choices, right? So, they can either send a card from their hand or extra deck to the graveyard for every two cards on the extra deck. Or, they can return all their fusion, synchro, XCs, and link monsters they control to the extra deck. So... Um, you walk up to your opponent, you summon this, you say, okay, so would you like to discard, oh, I don't know, um, like your whole hand, or, um, you know, would you like to, I don't know, 
pop all of your cards back to your extra deck. You have a choice, though. Like, like I'm giving you the choice. Would you rather lose or lose? And I'm giving you a choice. So, like, it's it's a... I promise. Like, it's a choice. Like, you, there's plenty of things you can do. Like, there's plenty of things you can do. Yeah, this card is broken. Holy shit. Um, wow. This, this card is pretty nuts. Um, also, a new card that comes with it is a uh, continuous spell called... Dominic Dogmatica Matrix, I think. Something along the lines. Uh, when this card resolves, you can add a Dogmatica Ritual, Monster, or Ritual Spell from deck to hand. And then if your opponent controls a monster, you can add one Dogmatica card from your deck to your hand. Okay, another Rota for the deck. Okay. Once per turn, if you control a Dogmatica Ritual monster, you can look at either extra deck and send a monster from it to the graveyard. Why not? that's crazy <laughs> that's actually crazy <laughs> it's just like <laughs> oh your extra deck oh you have cards you need in there oh no you don't anymore <laughs> like that's so insane um there's no i new ice shade cards no one cares um it's a the synchro monster seems actually pretty good it seems pretty splashable um i think honestly um making a splashable thing was probably best for the deck because like honestly it's it's ice jade right like <laughs> you can't be expecting much um but overall it seems like pretty good cards so i don't know we shall see how well it is all right now we get to the stuff i care about um, oh shit, there's even more, I forgot. Holy shit, I'm telling you. Like, you hear my throat, I'm like dying. <laughs> I apologize if you guys hear the pauses, like, my throat's killing me. Um, so, the next set will also have new BCL support. Um, the new BCL card, this, this card is insane. Uh, BCL Baldrake. So, it still has the BCL effects, which is just Spanish Light and Dark Special Summon. And then it's a quick effect if uh, opponent controls a monster. And then, um, if your opponent special summons a Ritual Fusion, Synchro Axes, or Ling Monster, you contribute one other light or dark monster, then target one of those summon monsters, banish it. Like, bye. Bye, bitch, bye. We didn't want your XC's ass here anyways. Um, the other is a Sword Soul card. This card, I don't know yet. Um, I've been talking to a lot of uh, Sword Soul players, and a lot of people say it's a good card. I'm too sure it just seems like very situational but i'm gonna read it anyways it is a sword soul dragon of the dragon of the abyss and it cannot be normal summon set must be special summoned by a worm's effect and then you can only use the first and second once per turn so one if a monster is banished by card effect special summon this card from grave or hand but banish it when it leaves the field okay okay it's pretty good uh if this card is special summon Target a card in the field zone and one card your opponent controls in the or in the graveyard, banish them. That's the good effect. However, summoning this seems really hard. I don't know. Um, maybe I'm just a big old dummy, but uh, it seems okay. So, um, how's it holding up, everybody? I'm just going to take a break. Um, have you guys played uh, Duel Links? Do you know there's Link Monsters and Duel Links now? Have you ever wanted to, you know, link it up? Like, uh, have you ever wanted to be Playmaker? 
and link summon with your three zones. You sound like you wanted to. You're welcome. But now comes to the best cards. The cards I am the most excited about that I get to read today on today's podcast. Goaty cards, let's go! I am so excited for this archetype. Um, The new support, I will say, does not seem overly crazy. But it does seem like it's good support that might actually make the deck viable. And I'm excited about that. So, we're going to read the goatee cards today. So, the first one is a level 4 fish monster. And his name is Exeep, Omen of the Goatee. If a fish monster, you, if a fish monster becomes banished, except during the damage step, free summon. During the standby phase of the next turn, after this card was banished, target one of your goatee traps is banished from the grave. Set the target. That's pretty cool. Um, as you can know, this deck plays under D-Shifter super well. So um, having another card that adds to the strategy that lets you set your traps to keep your like grind game going, I think it's really good. Also, the art on all of these cards, um, if you look them up, uh, I'm right now I'm using Yu-Gi-Oh! Organization. Wow, these these this card art is insane. I cannot wait to play this deck. Uh, I probably will like af- after I go to this regional and like win it, you know, for you guys. Uh, I will definitely like <laughs> be picking up and playing. I have I have all the other cards. I actually have the ultra rare, um, like the special, the one the ultra rare because I-, I wanted to keep one because I thought the deck was so cool. And here I am. Also, um, if you didn't know, all, all the Goaty Synchro Monsters went from $2 to $8. <laughs> so, uh, you're welcome. I told you you should have picked up the cards. <laughs> so, um, the next is Snoopios, Shadow of the Goaty. It is a level 6 water fish monster. During the main phase, quick effect. special Or banish two fish from your hand or graveyard. Special summon this card from your hand. Okay, that's really good and that helps get your fish banished if this card is special summon target a face-up card on the field banish it when it leaves the field wow okay so this is really actually an interesting concept because um like let's just say your opponent summons kit Kalos. you use snoopios you target and it literally doesn't get its graveyard effect which is really good if this card becomes banished you can banish a fish monster from your graveyard Add this card to your hand. Wow. So you get a good resource game. That's pretty nice. The big one of all of them, though, which I think most people are talking about, is Zep. And that is the Ruby of the Goatee. So it's a level 2 fish tuner. Banish this card from your hand. Then target one fish monster in your graveyard. Banish it. Okay. So that's basically double resources, right? During your opponent's turn, while this card is banished, special summon itself, right? And then it comes back, and you're able to special summon it, and then synchro summon with it. Which, uh, I think the banish effect is what's most important. It allows you to get your fish monster out of your graveyard. So next, we have some new synchros. We have two new synchros. We have Arayon Post, Serpent of the Goatee. Um, he's a level 6 water fish synchro. Um, if this card is Synchro Summon, banish a 1 level 6 or lower fish monster from your deck. 
If this card is sent to the graveyard as synchro material, you can target a fish monster your graveyard, banish that target, then you can add one fish monster with an equal or lower level from your deck to your hand. Wow. That's pretty good. Like, um, actually pretty good. Like, really good. Um, being able to just rota a fish, and it doesn't, like, specify goatee, so it literally says fish. So any fish that you can think about that you can make with that different level, you can add it. And then you have Goygium, Spear of the Goatee. Um, at the start of the damage step, if this card battles an opponent's monster, banish that opponent's monster. So it's literally Construct, but better because it's fish. Um, during your opponent's standby phase, you can banish this card. Then, if all the monsters use the material for this card's Synchro Summon are in your graveyard, special summon all of them, but banish them when they leave the field. Wow. So, essentially, you're gaining double resources there. Because, let's just say... You want to make a different Synchro Monster, right? So you make a different Synchro Monster on your opponent's turn, and you still have that stuff banished, so it so comes back. <laughs> like, it gives you, like, un pretty crazy resources. Then And then we have two new traps. So these traps seem a little iffy. Um, one of them is pretty crazy if you can get to a certain threshold, which is the one I'm going to read now. It's called Cosmos Goaty. So it's a normal trap card. Apply these effects in sequence based on the number of banished fish monsters. One plus. Your fish monsters cannot be destroyed by battle this turn. Okay, that seems okay. Four plus. The activation and effects of fish monster effects activated on your field cannot be negated this turn. Wow. Wow, 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 wow. Okay, that seems mildly good <laughs> just saying no to being able to respond to my fish monsters and then if you have eight or more special summon a fish synchro monster from your extra deck wow <laughs> so i want you to think about this your opponent has a full board they just ran all their negations out right so all you have eight banished cards you flipped cosmo goatee they're like oh no i'm like eight plus but i'm special summon wider war rail effect Destroy your whole field. Swing for game. That's how good this card is when you get it to A+. All the other effects seem pretty good, but the A+, is what you're really aiming for. The other one is a continuous trap card called Goaty Fury. You can target a fish monster you control, and one monster your opponent controls. Banish both monsters until your next standby phase. This is kind of cool. This forces out a lot of negation. Um, this kind of like forces cards out and also like you can get rid of pesky cards you don't want to deal with. If a fish monster is special summoned to your field while any card is banished, wow, while any card, you can banish this card from your graveyard or face up spell and trap zone. All fish monsters you control currently control gain 100 attack for each card currently banished until the end phase. Um, that seems okay. I don't know. It, it, that seems pretty mediocre, but I mean, if you're trying to swing for game, like, you can use this to swing for game. So that's all the new Goaty support. Um, I'm very excited for it. <laughs> I, I know you could probably hear it in my voice, but I'm I'm so excited. Like, I've, I've, I've been waiting for some new Goaty stuff because, like, mm, Goaty. Like, I really think the Goaty stuff is going to end up being very interesting. Alright, so I have only one question, 
sadly. Why, where are all the questions, guys? I asked for questions. I was, I was going to read the questions. But now I'm going to read the one question. So this is from Isaac, who made the amazing joke like last week with the uh, how did Scythe and Mystic Mind outlive the queen? And I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. First off, I want to thank you for laughing at my dumb joke. Second, I just joined the flu gang. Flu gang up. Um, with the tens, and because of my locals is all tier, I was wondering if you had any budget text for that deck. Well, now that you say so, um, I'm gonna talk about flunder theory. <laughs> I know <laughs> this is something you bet you've never heard someone ever say called flunder theory, and that's what I call us flunderies people. Everyone hates us, but they all want to be us. Okay, so. What I think is interesting in this format um, is playing two barrier statues. You heard me right. That is a very cheap tech that nobody is doing. Everybody is playing one barrier statue. And here's the thing. Sure, the barrier statue is good at one, right? And I was testing with it. And I'm like, damn, I really feel like I run out. Well, what if I just put two in here, right? Because a lot of times I felt like two was sacky. Like, it felt a little eh. Well, I have completely changed my opinion on this. Two barrier statues is really good. Really good. Another cool card that I looked at that I was very interested in is actually a card that is on a um, Lost Art, and it's called Tribute Burial. And it seems pretty cheap. Uh, I think, what's it at right now? I want to say it's almost a dollar. You don't have to get, like, the cool copy. You can get the, like, non-expensive copy. Tribute Burial. There we go. Okay, let's see here. It's, it's like, $2. $2 for the um, first edition lightly played. All right. So it says, you cannot special summon for the rest of this turn. Once during this turn, you can conduct a tribute summon that requires two tributes by banishing one monster from each graveyard instead of tributing. And this is still treated as a tribute summon. Um, this seems really good. I don't know how to maximize it yet. I'm still working on getting it going. Um, I have to really like lab out with the card. I haven't had a lot of time to uh, like go with it, and I've been working on a Exosister list. Which, I'm sorry, I'm, I really wanted to play Exosister, it seemed cool. I'm sorry, Bird King, I've let you down. Um, don't worry, I'm gonna uh, run locals in a couple weeks with birds, it's fine. Um, but I think Tribute Burial is a very interesting cheap tech. Um, also, another cheap tech that I feel like a lot of people are in doubt of is Jack in the Hand. So Jack in the Hand is a really cheap card, it's actually two cents a copy. And um, if you haven't seen, it's basically a way to get a level one starter so it says reveal three level one monsters with different names from your deck your opponent adds one to their hand you add one to your hand and then you shuffle the third so essentially what you do is you reveal a rabina you reveal an eaglin and then reveal a dd crow nine times out of ten they're gonna take the dd crow because it's the only usable card and guess what it does nothing against you and you can literally pick whatever you need to get going so, 
Um, that's another good one. Um, another good tech, and this is for the side deck, is a card called uh, Different Dimensional Ground. So this card says, this turn, any monster sent to the graveyard is banished instead. So what I personally like to do is I like to build a trap trick engine, and I like to trap trick it out, so that way I have basically different ways to stop my opponent. Um, also, another cool one I saw a lot of people doing is actually playing um, a small Dogmatica package. Um, I don't recommend this. Personally, it seems a little math to me. But, um, let's see. Yeah, Nadir Servant right now, well, that's not really a, a, that's not really a budget tech, because it's like $10 a copy, so I'm gonna take that back, I'm sorry. Um, but I think overall, you don't really need a lot of budget techs. I just think understanding the deck in and out is going to help you 10 times more than any budget tech I can give you. Like, literally, you need to go home stare at the cards and let them speak to you okay everyone says the deck is so linear and they're absolutely correct but you know it's not linear when you get hand trapped and you have to figure out how to get back into the game that's not linear so that that's my advice and like a couple texts i've been thinking of also another one i've been pretty interested in is actually necro valley I've been testing that. Um, Negro Valley is such a good card this format that I think I'm going to have to run it in some capacity. I thought playing Demise the Land seems interesting, but uh, I'm not too sure yet. Uh, also, oh, that's another budget tech I thought of. Okay, so hear me out. Um, the other Flunder Trap card. Why is nobody playing this card? <laughs> like, <laughs> I was thinking about it, and I'm like, wait why this card is actually good like why is nobody playing this card like it seems pretty good i don't know uh highly recommend it it basically stops your opponent from special summoning and then they have they can normal three times instead which basically kills 99.9 percent .9 of decks so yeah those are my budget techs for flunder i, I think one episode i just need to have like the Flunder Techathon, where I just, you know, flunder in. Also, quick side note before we go. If anybody is on a Patreon to um, the Top Cut Podcast, we need to bully them. So I, I want everybody in the Patreon to change their name to like something like Sonny and um, Caleb need to play Flunder, because I, I just really want them to like understand that they need to play Flunder. And I think it's really funny, so. But um, I think it's going to wrap it up today. We actually got a long way. We got to 48 minutes, guys. So I'm proud of us. We did amazing. You guys are amazing. If you haven't checked me out on Twitter yet, what are you even fucking doing right now? What are we doing? Why are you listening to me and not checking me out on Twitter? Like, check me out right now, baby. Um, it's Killer Meta YGO. I post some bangers. Like, listen, look, at look, you ready to hear the most banger of all bangers, okay? <clears throat> Anybody want to jump on the podcast? <clears throat> wow, this list is uh, bad. Why are people so cool sometimes? Like, look, look, do you hear, do you hear all this cool stuff? You're welcome. You're welcome, you're welcome, you're welcome.
Um, yeah. But uh, check out the podcast. Check out the Twitter. Tell your friends. Tell your mom. Tell your roommate. Tell your sneaky link. Tell everybody about the Medicillers podcast. I'm sure they don't give a shit about Yu-Gi-Oh, but they should. And um, this is a listening podcast that they should listen to. Thank you. And uh, good night, people.